Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Yeah. Happy, happy hour. We're still in a restless season. Yes. And what better way to celebrate than with Noel Kassler? I mean, he knows right? all the stories. All the dirt uh, from the, uh, obviously worked on The Apprentice, comedian extraordinaire. And just the description of the smell of Marjorie Taylor Greene alone, based on his Uber driver friend, yes. is worth the price of admission, Oof. which is zero. There's some things you can't forget. That is a, that is a bargoon. Uh, he, do, he, he dishes all the best dirt on Trump. And uh, listen. It's only that we're only in the first indictment. Yeah. Imagine what, what will we're going to have rolling justice gasms. But have your first one with uh, Noel Castle. Enjoy. OK, um, we, I, I know by popular demand. And let me just say preemptively, no, we can't have him every day. You can't eat ice cream for breakfast every day. We can't have him for free every day. But Noel Kassler is here. <laughs> yeah. Wildly popular comedian extraordinaire. Hey, Noel, welcome. Good morning. Hey, hey, Stephanie, thanks for having me back. Happy to be here. I, you know, I, well, first of all, it's arrestmas season, as you know. I mean, I, we've, we are between Trump arrests. But uh, I just can I just say of all the fantastic legal and political points you make on Twitter, your tweet, Trump looked like a summer sausage rolled back and forth across a barbershop floor, just made me so happy. I <laughs> <laughs> can do what I can. Because all the people going, oh, he loves this. It's going to be great for him. Oh, my God. All you have to do is look at his face, right? He is humiliated. And I and I am here for every second of it. Exactly. I mean, nobody lives in more self-centered fear than Donald Trump. I mean, that is his overarching characteristic. It always has been. All the bravado, all the machismo hides a very, very scared, very emotionally stunted person who needs to be coddled and sedated and all kinds of things for the big moments in his life, which last Tuesday certainly was. Yeah. What? I mean, I, I know Mary Trump was talking about that, too. He's just terrified. I think uh, Brian Karam, uh, is it? Mm-hmm. You know, looked at the close up of his face and he said, I've never seen this expression on his face. Fear. I, I don't know. Humiliation. I mean, a, a lifetime of karma catching up with him. What well, what was your sort of reaction on watching that whole thing? You know, it was all of the above. It reminded, you know, he he was clearly sort of out of it too. 
you know, yeah. they, they yeah. sort of have to handle him. He doesn't travel well. So spending the night before up in Trump Tower, you know, I think he went on his benzo breakfast kind of routine to keep himself from <laughs> freaking out. But he he was terrified. You got to understand the guy spent his whole life trying to prevent that from happening. You know, he would have NYPD security guards walking around him in New York City. He, he sort of built this wall around himself that he was untouchable and above the law. And they're telling him he's not anymore. And it, it's it's weighing on him, as we can see. I just love the headline this morning. Trump rages at slovenly Bill Barr. Yeah. <laughs> for saying he'll likely get indicted in classified documents case. I mean, I don't, hard to pick a winner there, but still, I just, he has no self-awareness, does he? None, none whatsoever. And he's, you know, he's got like that, you know, he projects everything, right? His whole image is like, try, he's been trying to like pretend like he's not bald since 1985 right yeah. you know what i mean it's like everybody in the world knows you're bald on top but he still he walks around in an illusion you know mm -hmm. that that's what trump is he's sort of like the world's greatest example of self-mythologization and just like no sense of reality and sense of self yeah and, and that's why he tries to control everybody around him that's yeah. why he you know he would he would pick like what the outfits were of the women who worked in the White House. You know, he wouldn't let people on his TV show he didn't think were good looking enough. <laughs> you know? know, so seeing Bill Barr bloated and, and talking, you know, smack on the Sunday morning shows probably set him off as everything does. Oh you my know, God. and Bill Barr could not have been a bigger lick spittle yeah. law, you know, rule breaker for Donald Trump. Um, you are a poet, sir, first and foremost. You uh, tweeted, the bloated oaf who now cries like a mottled piece of salty spam he has always been about the weaponization of government, wanted to use federal agents to seize voting machines when his diapered ass lost the 2020 election. <laughs> that is, first of all, a multi-layered tweet. But secondly, I mean, honestly, to see him or Bill Barr talk about the weaponization of, yeah. the, of the DOJ, you're like, oh, oh my God, Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and, and that's what's so maddening. I try to put it in like comedic sort of flowery language, but that's the reality. It's like, what are you talking about? You spent four years doing that. You were chanting lock her up as a campaign slogan. And now you're talking about the weaponization of government against you. And, and that's always been Trump's game, like beat him to the punch. I'm going to do the thing and then I'm going to accuse you of doing what I just did and hoping enough people get swept up in the sort of fervor I'm creating yeah. that they'll go along with it. And that's yeah. that's what's falling apart around him. The illusion that Trump had always created was his power and he sees it slipping away. Well, yeah, even just yesterday's tweet right world war three like he just you know like nothing all the protests and things he's calling for they're just not happening right i mean that that's the the emperor finally does have no clothes there you hit you hit your head you, you know you hit the nail on the head right there stephanie that's it his trip downtown he probably thought like fifth avenue was going to be lined on either side right. with maga supporters and placards and everything and it wasn't and he knows it he knows there was only 10 you know 20 people outside of mar-a-lago when he left the day before you know or a dozen so you know, that's what stood between him and justice was this huge group of Americans that he was able to sort of bring to his defense. That's what January 6th was, right? Go fight on behalf of my ego. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's all it was. He knew he'd lost the election, right? He just wanted to continue to sort of assuage that giant damaged ego. Yeah. yeah well, as you put it, his slurpy boys and comb over cabal of Peckerwood GOP hypocrites <laughs> and country club cocks will, of course, repeat his idiocy and ignore their toothless hordes to take up arms in his defense. Don't fall for it, MAGA. You're being used like the chair Ted Cruz's wife ties him in, ties him to every Friday. Well, that's new information, that part, but okay. <laughs> Somebody asked to explain that, and they said it's biblical and referred to the Leonard Cohen line and hallelujah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I mean, the whole New York scene with uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I, I just thought it was so hilarious. You were so funny about all this. You <laughs> Um, you said MTG is just pissed that she's a solid two in Scrapple Skank, Georgia. And in New York City, she'd get passed over for a dead rat. <laughs> oh my God. But then, I don't, just, you always have some inside information. You said, P.S., a surfer friend of mine drove Marjorie Taylor Greene in his Uber from Mar-a-Lago to a hotel recently and said her breath smelled like a combination of a wetsuit that wasn't rinsed and left in the trunk of a car in July and a milkshake made out of buttermilk and bone broth. Oh, oh God. Oh, True story. That is really descriptive. Oh. <laughs> it's a true story. And the kid texted, he's a guy, he's a grown man. He texted me right after it happened. And he's like, bro, I just dropped off Marjorie Taylor Greene, you know? And he said there was like almost a palpable sense of evil in the car. Like, yeah. I'm not lying. He was like, there was an evil feeling when she got out of my car, just like bad energy, bad yeah. mojo, and that lingering smell that I described. You also said Marjorie Taylor Greene and Carrie Lake were both in Mar-a-Lago uh, last or the other night. Trump always bragged about his two-at-a-time skills. Guess he's applying that to his VP candidates now as well. That's going to be one hell of a jello wrestling match to pick a winner. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, the, I, the, I'm tempted on the Carrie Lake thing, just the loser ticket, the sore loser ticket, right? No doubt. And, and you know it's coming. There's a showdown. You know, and Marjorie Taylor Greene herself released a video of her walking into Mar-a-Lago down this long line of people cheering her. And Carrie Lake is obviously more polished and, and, and prettier with all the filters applied, but doesn't have the political position, you know, hasn't really held office. So that'll be an interesting uh, cat fight, as it were. I know that's not the most politically correct yes, way to that's refer all right. to it. You, you also said, here's the guy Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene compared to Jesus. Trump spent decades abuse, abusing teenage girls. His cocaine and model parties at the plaza were one of the worst kept secrets in New York. I mean, you know, that was the SNL skit this yeah. weekend, right? It's just him comparing himself to Jesus. It's dear God, right? I mean, if you have to hear it. Oh, and she also said, or Mandela. He's like Jesus or Mandela. Right, or yeah. Mandela, yeah. you know. yeah. Both, both of which, I mean, I have a, a, a rude joke there, but, uh, you know, it's like nobody is more the opposite of Christ, you know, or, 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 or Nelson Mandela than Donald Trump. And he really is a predator. He's a decades long predator. And it was a poorly kept secret. I have friends that he's, you know, done horrible things to. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, one more about Marjorie Taylor Greene I loved. You said, it makes me sad that a runt like Marjorie Taylor Greene insults New York City. I've never been to Hog Blossom, Georgia, or wherever the F she's from, but I bet her people came through Ellis Island uh, at one time and were damn glad to see New York City. Um, yeah, I mean, just her. Well, and it's also your friend talking about how she smells. That was interesting, her talking about how New York smells. So, you know, <laughs> ironic.
Exactly. It's ironic. It's hypocritic. And it's insulting to all of America. You know, New York City represents something for the world, for America, yeah. for freedom. You know, yeah, it's got it's not in its finest hour, but you don't kick it when it's down. Yeah. You know, it's still the financial capital of this country. You know, it's still it's still a vital cultural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Uh-oh. multicultural. It's multi-ethnic. Yeah. yeah. And we were saying the opioid crisis in her district is off the charts. So for her to talk about, you know, drugs as if. Yeah, anyway, um, by the way, on uh, the uh, uh, Clarence Thomas thing, you said, P.S., these vacations have been going on for 20 years, and we're just now learning about them, in case you're wondering how deeply corporate media has been failing democracy. 500000 a year in vacations for 20 years is $10 million to a SCOTUS. No wonder abortion is now almost illegal. Um, thank you. That You know, why are we just hearing about this now? Absolutely. I mean, it, it's almost a failure of the press. And that's not to say there haven't been articles written. L.A. Times did one. New York Times did one around 2011, I believe, about some of the gifts he's received. Right. You know, the Bible that he got. He got Frederick Douglass's Bible from the same billionaire Harlan Crow, which was a nineteen thousand dollar gift that he did declare. But the fact that he wasn't declaring the private jet trips, the five hundred thousand dollar summer vacation in Indonesia on a super yacht for 19 years and then these reporters for ProPublica broke the story by looking up flight logs you know by flying Mm. over there and talking to scuba divers and it's a massive massive story but it's too late it's been 20 years it's been 30 years since he's been on the bench you know well yeah you said the fact that Clarence would say he enjoyed vacationing in an RV in a Walmart parking lot when in reality he was staying at Top Ridge and chilling on a billionaire super yacht in Bali in Bali lets you know just how dumb the GOP thinks their audience is and they would not be wrong um but I think the larger point about the media, right, is, is you know, what you were saying that you feel like in some ways we're, you said, I admire and respect many members of the press and mainstream media, but honestly, I feel like we're back where we started in 2015, 2016. Uh, it shouldn't be such a party when we reach the uh, apothesis of Trump's criminality. I mean... Absolutely. It's not election night in America, you know, and that's how it was being covered last Tuesday, right? All the anchors were on a panel starting at 8 p.m. and they had the bright set and everyone's giggling and spend an extra half an hour in the makeup chair. And I get why, you know, it's exciting news, but what we're talking about has real world consequences. You know, we're facing democracies like sort of greatest threat and attack in our lifetime, if not in our country's history since the Civil War. So to treat it like this is going to be an exciting, titillating event is is disingenuous to the American public. And it's, you know, it's cynical and it's profit oriented at the production level of TV networks. And they know it. You know, Jeff Zucker ran NBC Entertainment when I worked for Celebrity Apprentice, right? He then went to CNN and did nonstop Trump coverage for two years during the election. Jeff knows everything I know about Donald Trump. You don't think you think me as the you think I'm the only guy on set who knew how messed up Donald Trump was, who knew that he could barely read. You know, Jeff Zucker knew that. Yeah. yeah. But he tell people that he just, you know, played up the hype and then he's. You know, then he retired and went out to the Hamptons to live in his $20 million, you know, whatever, home. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Noel Kassler, off to a roaring start. Yeah. Lots more to talk about.
Well, you know I'm a healthy eater, and eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today. Get after your goals. Two-minute meals. Fuel up fast with Factors' restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies. Discover a wide variety of easy options options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites, and more. There's no prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat. No prepping, cooking, or cleanup is needed. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Head on over to factormeals.com liberal50 and use that code liberal50 to get 50% off. Once again, the code liberal50 at factormeals.com liberal50 for 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Comedian extraordinaire, Ivanka Handler, uh, Noel Castle is here. <laughs> that was your was your job is to handle Ivanka Trump. Uh, on yes, the front desk. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. What is and she as delightful as she would seem to be? Absolutely. She's everything you think she is and more. Oh, you know? Really? Just a real peach, a people person I would call her. <laughs> <laughs> she seems warm. Yeah, very warm, very authentic. Very yes. Yeah, yeah. Like any makeup, really kind of a down home, just look you in the eye and shake your hand kind of gal. That's because you know what? You're a liberal helper. You tweeted, "Y'all need to leave that nice man who sexually harassed women, whose wife helped fund January 6, and who takes millions of dollars in free trips from his Nazi-loving billionaire friend alone. He's a Christian, and it's Easter weekend. See, that's that's what's so nice about you, Joel." No, exactly. Right. I got a big heart, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you do have a big heart. Um, yeah, it, it is uh, the this thing, the uh, Harlan. Well, first of all, you said Clarence is going to have to eat some Harlan Crow. I get it. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny. You said Harlan Crow paid uh sixty four thousand eight hundred sixty four thousand eight hundred fifty dollars for his signed copy of Mein Kampf, which is a good argument for a higher inheritance tax, since he and his siblings were born into their wealth. His brother Trammell Jr is an alleged funder of a human trafficking ring, also uber-Christian stuff, right? Oh, my God. I already said on cue, Trump's going to be like, how come I don't have a signed copy of Mein Kampf? Is it too late? You know, I'm just saying. (laughs) Exactly. You know, it's funny you actually say that because that's an actual fact of how much it was purchased for. And I looked it up in Der Spiegel, which is a a German newspaper, Mm -hmm. and there was two copies. The auction took place in L.A., so he kept one for himself, and somebody else does have the other oh, wow. side copy. Oh God! Oh God! That might well. It was Havana, uh, right? That wrote he kept a copy of Mein Kampf on his bedside table. Absolutely, of Hitler's speeches, I believe oh. was the book. Yeah. Yes. 
Yeah. No, and, and and you know that's insane. Yeah. Like you're pretending to be a Christian. The whole movement is America first. This sort of Christian thing, and you're spending sixty five thousand dollars, which admittedly is nothing for a billionaire, but could feed a lot of kids, yeah. right? Could yeah. fund a lot of church groups. Could do a lot of good in the world besides buying a you know a memento from probably the most evil person in history. Yeah, you know, yeah, real, right? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like he's pretty much the top of the list. To the fact that somebody would collect that stuff is, is not just a red flag. It should freak people out, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. You know? So I think that his ruling just under the law makes no sense when you look at FDA law. On the other hand, I don't think we're surprised. Another, I know, Trump-appointed judge. Uh, you have got these people that Donald Trump put in. You've got uh, Supreme Court uh, that... Uh, did all it could in that uh, Dobbs decision uh, to overturn 50 years of precedent. And you've got women and men from Kansas to Alaska yeah. telling them, no, we don't agree with this. 70, 80 percent of the public is with us. So one answer, Anderson, of course, is to pass the Women's Health Protection Act in Congress. But yeah. right now we have a House of Representatives um, controlled by the Republicans that won't let it through. Uh, no, I mean, honestly, can you still sometimes as deep as you're in it believe that some ridiculous reality show host has, you know, been able to appoint judges that we will be dealing with this effery forever, right? Yeah, for the rest of our lives, over 200 judges, lifetime appointments. And that guy, you know, that she was just speaking of, Matthew Kaczmarek or whatever, he obviously has some vendetta against women. I've, I read an article about what he and his wife were like doing, you know, like you know, with a Roe v. Wade sort of like, you know, activism. And you don't need activist judges, right? You don't need this sort of like, as we discussed in the last segment, Harlan Crow funding all this stuff, right? So there's a lot of money in this sort of institutionalized misogyny yeah. and attacks on women. And it's clearly hypocritical, right? It's yeah. clearly hypocrisy in every way. These guys participate in reproductive freedoms you know if one of those senators gets his intern pregnant she's yeah. probably going to get an abortion <laughs> you know what i mean donald trump has certainly paid for abortions yeah. you know so it's it's insane yeah and i never thought i'd see it to answer yeah. your question I wonder if that's going to come out at some point because you know that's true at some point it probably will uh, yeah. yeah yeah i mean i knew the story 10 10 years ago you know yeah. the one that was referenced in the indictment last thing that was not a secret at all none of this stuff was a secret is the point i'm trying to make it's yeah. just powerful people didn't want to tell you the truth because there was more money in keeping quiet yeah um by the way you speaking of just uh, effery on the state level you tweeted texas politicians like governor abbott and his criminal texas ag ken uh, Paxton celebrating Easter by upholding the God-given right to murder people. Most of the folks posing as Christians today would have been the first in line to crucify Christ. And you just said Jesus wouldn't have lasted 10 minutes in Texas. Oh my God, so true. Right, long-haired dude in sandals, Middle Eastern looking. It would have been all over. And, and, and you know, that was aimed at, at Ken Paxton and, and Governor Abbott, you know, Ken Paxton being the AG. Yeah. The night before Easter, they're tweeting about how they're going to pardon this guy instantly. A guy who went out and committed murder, who said he was going to on his Facebook page and then did. And I think the underlying message there, since these people killed you know, he killed a white protester who was sympathetic to Black Lives Matter, as did Kyle Rittenhouse. I think the the overarching message is, hey, even the white folks yeah. that side with these woke people will not receive our protections. 
And, and I'll just say both of those guys the next morning tweeted, he has risen. Happy Easter. <laughs> like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. what? You know? Yes. Oh, here is the uh, statement from the bassinet of the 45,000 that I mentioned earlier. Uh, Slovenly and pathetic Bill Barr, our coward former AG, was on ABC Fake News this weekend making statements that he knows nothing about. He's long since gone from the White House. I wanted him out. Concerning the boxes, ho- continuation of Russia, 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 Ukraine, 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 the Mueller witch hunt, and more. While he correctly puts down the NYDA case, he plays up the equally ridiculous boxes hoax where Biden should have the problem, not me. Barr's a weak and angry rhino. Okay, so... <laughs> Let's break down. First of all, starting with Slovenly. Right. He's calling someone else. Okay. Yeah, exactly. There's no <laughs> way that that is in his vocabulary. No way. And he avoids three three syllable words like the plague. I just, but honestly, Bill Barr, who obviously protected him and persecuted his enemies for years, is, you know, not Trumpy enough now. Right. Who created the Trump hoax, right? The whole Russia, Russia hoax, rather, what Trump would say, right? He would say it's the Russia hoax, the Russia hoax. That was Trump's tagline. And nobody allowed that to circulate in the American public more than Bill Barr when he sat on the Mueller report, misrepresented it originally. And then we didn't get to see it for six weeks. And the Russia hoax circulated, hoax circulated. So that's typical Trump. He'll use you and then he'll turn on you. He's yeah. done that to every person in his orbit. What do you think is up speaking on uh, about that uh, with Alan Weisselberg? Weisselberg will not flip on Trump. I know right. people have always been saying yeah. he would flip on him. There is no way. You know, that's, you know, Weisselberg is like a mob accountant. OK, yeah. he, he, you know, he, he'd rather deal with six months in Rikers than he would with the boys on Long Island that are going to talk to him if he flips on Trump. He's yeah. not going to flip on Trump. I could be wrong, but I don't ever see that happening. Wow. You know? Wow. Just it really is still some days amazing. It's magical to still be surprised that we have such a criminal mobby president. <laughs> had yeah. such a, Yes. Criminal mobby president. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Uh, Karen in Chicago, you're on with Noel. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call with such a big name on. Right. Noel. Thank you so much for validating all of us because we would be thinking that we're the crazy ones, you know, just like with everything going on. Um, But I want to say, you know, if um, Jesus was around, they would be crucifying him because he's too woke. Yeah. I mean, let's be clear. And, you know, with everything that we're seeing with um, the judicial system, the legal system, with, you know, how Trump has been treated with all this deference, the weaponization of the courts against women, um, you know, and then seeing this corruption with the conservatives on the Supreme Court, we have got to reach out to voters and really impress upon them. And you guys are my constitutional scholars this morning. What is it going to take for us to take the majority? How big of a majority do we have to have in Congress in order to um, expand the court? Because that is what we need. Because then all of those lifetime appointments become less of an issue for all of us. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I, you know, right. no, I keep saying that I think one of the silver linings of all this is how activated they are making the young voters. I mean, what's happening with the Tennessee three and now Karen, this, this, these rulings this weekend, women, I mean, if you thought women mm-hmm. were pissed before, right? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. No, I mean, and listen, I'm just going to say this is a little personal anecdote. I I'm calling in now late because I was in court with my sister who's being stalked. Right. And basically this guy lawyered up. My sister goes in there because she's not thinking she needs an attorney. Women, we are not protected. People of color, we are not protected by yeah. the, the current system. And it really, you know, at the micro level and the person, when you experience it personally, it really does um, enrage. I'm, I'm like, I walked out of there and I was completely enraged. Yeah. I mean, everything, it was like, you have to prove your case. Um, they're not, it's all like she has documented evidence and they told her that it's hearsay. Yeah. Yeah. And they wouldn't accept it. Well, I, I mean, mean and this that's is why, a problem. Yeah. It's part of why, you know, don't, I feel like Trump has got to go to jail because there's, yeah. there is like our, our, our faith in our justice system, just down the level, even Karen, uh, you know, that you're talking about and just all the way up to the top. I mean, we do, I, I think people really, really want to feel like we have a system of, you know, of justice where no one is above the law. I mean, what what is your take on, were you surprised that he actually was finally indicted for the first time? Because there's I people was. that were like, oh, nothing's ever going to happen to him. Right? Yeah. I, I was very well, I was very much surprised. Thank you for your kind words, Karen. And, and, and what you said, Stephanie, is absolutely correct. The symbol of justice is a lady with a sword and scales in her hand, right? Mm-hmm. Those scales are meant to be in balance. And now they're they're out of balance, right? Because the bad guy's are winning, you know, and they're winning by manipulating the worst instincts in their demographic, a lack of empathy, brutality, misogyny, racism, all these things that were sort of kitchen table, you know, topics, as Raphael Warnock said at the top of your show so brilliantly, they've come, they've become mainstream. That's what MAGA is. It's allowing people to sort of like be public with their racism and their I, brutality. I just read a and, tweet. And it becomes uh, a dynamic that you yeah. have to battle the instincts. It's an instinctual cultural thing. There's nothing wrong with being kind. If somebody is different than you in their lifestyle, that's an opportunity for you to expand your heart, for you to become a better person and to know more than you were born into this life with. But they want to homogenize everything into this myth of sort of white male, you know, Christian fascism. And and, and that's even illusion because all they're really trying to do is make a buck. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's all billionaires yeah. trying to get a yeah. tax break. They well, don't care about you know. Issues. To your point, no, I read a tweet earlier about someone saying they grew up in the South and they thought racism, they, things had gotten better. But you know, Donald Trump didn't invent racism. He just was saying he's just enabled people to feel like it's okay again. You know, it, it, it's okay to to uh, say all these horrific things because you know everyone feels the same way you do, right? I mean, what's the thing about Trump? Oh, he just says what I'm thinking, right? Exactly. Says people who I'm, don't think, right? Exactly. He that's I mean, I grew up with these kids. I'm 52. Right. You know, it was always sort of there. The the demographic he appeals to are a lot of the people who fled to the suburbs in the 60s and 70s, you know, middle class, working class, often, you know, immigrants themselves, one or two generations removed. And they brought with them a lot of that xenophobia. Right. A lot of that sort of innate racism. And instead of and, and that happens. Right. And usually cultural 
stuff, you know, will will, will temper that, right? People yeah. will outgrow that. Trump came, and before Trump, Fox News, right? Fox News really laid the groundwork, and then Fox came along and said, it's okay to be this way. Get on the Trump train, and they yeah. did. You know? Well, I was saying in Tennessee, just naked racism, yeah. that they just went, okay, not the white lady, but the two black kids, you know, and, and so a majority of the National Council says it will vote to reinstate uh, Justin Jones and Justin Pearson, but, you know, you even had the Speaker of the House saying, oh, no, no, we're not going to seat them, even if you, you know, reinstate them or they get reelected. I mean— Trump has made them just an anti-democracy party on top of everything else, the racism, et cetera, right? Right, absolutely. And they also said they would defund those cities if they were to, yeah, you infrastructure, know, infrastructure. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Infrastructure bills and all this kind of stuff. And Gloria Johnson, Rep. Representative Johnson, I've known her for years. We've followed each other on Twitter and stuff. She is down with the cause, right? Yeah. So the fact that they wouldn't expel her too if their real enemy was sort of wokeism. It is pure hypocrisy because she was more outspoken than they were publicly. Like yeah. she is like me on Twitter with the anti-guns and anti-racism. <laughs> so it was clearly like we're sending a message and it's disgusting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Noel Kassler is, uh, I just, can I say a rock star? Yeah. A party? He's a party. Yeah. Right? No, we can't keep him. He's not a rescue pet. It's <laughs> a special treat. Yes. If you're good. Okay. Oh, you're and up. listen to his podcast. Oh, it's fantastic. It is. By the way, you're in time for another statement from the bassinet of the 45th phrase. He, he seems to be in a state. Okay. It's all caps. He's in caps lock. You know, I mean. It, it's the only dangerous. Yeah. The only reason I have these absolutely ridiculous investigations against me headed up by racist lunatics and radical left maniacs is for purposes of election interference. It'll be harder for the Democrats to cheat like they did in 2020. So they're going right to the old Soviet Union playbook using the DOJ, FBI, and others and injustice to interfere with our one sacred elections. We've got to swamp these cheaters and we'll win. Okay, he seems, even for him, a little um, hysterical. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, he's losing it. You know, it's again, yeah. it's self-centered fear. It's all caps tweeting. It's talking about himself. Trump has always only thought about himself. The last thing you want in a leader, right? At, right? Right after this show, I'm taking a call with a group of some people that work at the White House, right? Over some talking points mm -hmm. and stuff. It'll be an hour and they'll talk about policy. Yeah. They'll talk about what how they're doing is affecting Americans and yeah. trying to change and promote progress. Trump tweets about himself in all caps all day. And this is the their candidate. This is their leading yeah. candidate going into the election. Trump, uh, uh, no, what is your feeling about what's next? I can't tell. Sometimes from the spasticness of his tweets, I'm like, is Georgia next or is, you know, the classified documents next? Well, Georgia, the, the grand jury isn't, there's a new grand jury being seated in the beginning of May, right? So we're still a few weeks away from that. I think that the documents case has got to be what does it. That's got to be the nail in the coffin because that's federal, that's DOJ, and that's going to take him out of the game of running for president as far as I see. So my thinking is that that shoe is going to drop on him. And then it's just going to be how he weasels out of it. You know, he'll have to endorse DeSantis or somebody who promises to pardon him. You know? Yeah. Well, and and by the way, did you see uh, Anthony Scaramucci said he's going to he's going to claim illness, you know, because yeah. he's already sort of floated that like if the doctor tells you you can't, then maybe you can't. Yeah. Mooch yeah. knows. You know, I know, Anthony. And exactly. Trump has all these cards, Trump cards, if you will, in his pocket that he hasn't played yet. He can be like, yep, I have dementia now or I have this or, you know, whatever. They all have cards they can play. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I Mark mean. 
I mean, it will be interesting to see, you know, what, because what, I, I guess we should be happy that the, this party is lashing itself to Trump. I mean, even before what they saw what there was in the indictment, they were defending him. I'm like, man, what are they doing? We're going to do the next two, three indictments, right? It's well said. We should be happy because, you know, it's sort of self-immolation, right? They could have two years ago said, we're done with this guy. Mitt Romney is the future. We're going back to fiscal conservancy, you know, and, and we're just going to get things back to normal. And they would have had a, a, you know, a case. Now they don't. They've, they've lashed themselves to this sinking ship of madness. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the way, I just this is my favorite big bag of rats. Fight, fight, fight. You're all equally awful. MAGA world feuded on Friday after uh, Trump. It was announced that Trump is going to hire uh, proud Islamophobe and far right flamethrower Laura Loomer for his campaign. Um, so she is now. So she was slammed then immediately by Marjorie Taylor Greene, mm-hmm. uh, who said uh, Laura Loomer is mentally unstable, <laughs> a documented liar. Fight, fight, fight. Big bag of rats. You're all crazy. You're all liars. Okay. Um, she cannot be trusted. She meant, uh, spent months lying about me and attacking me just because I supported Kevin McCarthy for speaker and I refused to endorse her in her last election. Uh, and then Loomer hit back hard. Uh, blah, blah. I Talking about her relationship with Nazi Nick Fuentes. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Don't you feel like just make more popcorn and stand back? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's all you can do because these are like, these are crazy folks they're wild cards and they won't be tamed and they created a monster in marjorie taylor green she's more powerful than kevin mccarthy at this point in terms of influence in the party yeah and uh, now say again your friend the uber driver that drove her somewhere said she smells like a yeah like bone broth and buttermilk yeah and a wetsuit that had been left in the back of the car and it hadn't been rinsed. So if anybody's ever been surfing and, or, you know, swimming in the ocean yeah. and you didn't oh, yeah. clean out your bathing suit and you threw it in the laundry room for three yeah. days, you know the results. Yeah, you know? that's fantastic. Uh-oh. Oh, speaking of results, COVID test negative. Y'all are Thanks. good for now. Thank you for Paul Poundstone, Poundstone did not give me COVID at the ping pong party. Okay. Noel Kessler, you are a delight. And I would love to have you every day. But listen to his podcast. That's how you get more of him. Follow him on the Twitters. And we love you, Noel. Come back anytime. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, guys.